The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, the women came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here but is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them like an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in, he saw the linen clothes by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. so glad to see y'all. I just like seeing you. You're sleepy? Me too. Me too. Anybody else sleepy? Anybody else super excited? Any of, anybody already had candy today? Oh boy. boy. Well, I think you know that, as usual, I have a question for you. Have you ever been scared? Yeah, I have too. If you would like, could anybody share something that they're scared of? Yeah? The dark. Oh, the dark. Me too. Every time I had to do chores in the... I know. One regular nightlight and then one like, like small nightlight, but not one that you plug in. Yeah. Every time I had to do chores in the dark, I used to run. Because I didn't like being in the dark. Of something bad happening. Yeah. I am too. I am too. Ava. Spiders. Ooh. I kind of am too. Jack. Scared of monsters. Um, what else? I'm taking away my parents. Hmm. I'll be always single. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that scares us, isn't there? Did you know, on the first Easter, even though a really happy thing happened, 
some of us were scared. Now, I think that when we hear this Easter story, a lot of times we think, wow, this is so cool. Jesus is alive. And we'll live too. And that is cool, and that is great, and that is wonderful. But I think there also needs to be room in this story for when we're scared. Because Jesus is there too. When we're scared, when we're lonely, when we don't know what's going on, Jesus, we can pray. Jesus is there just as much as when we're happy, as when everything is going good, as when everything is going well. I know. This story. This story. I know. This story is about God being there. In life, and in death, when we're happy, when we're scared, and everywhere in between. So this week, this whole year, or your whole lifetime, whenever you're scared, I want you to know Easter is about God being close to you in those times. And God not ever leaving you to be scared. Does that make sense? Should we pray? Let's pray. God, we're thankful. We're thankful for the way that you love us so deeply. That when scary things happen, you don't go away, but you come even closer. This week and our whole lives long, we ask that you would be with us and all your people that are scared. That you would care for them and love them care for us and love us, and be with us always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, we have some Easter bags for you from a generous person in our congregation. So you're each going to get a bag today. Now, Finn and Jack, you're closest, so could you help me and Marilyn pass these out? Okay. Carry bunches. There you go. Thank you. Here's a bag for you. For you. For you. And for you. I still have it. There you go. For Jack, for you. There's a couple back there. For you, Jack. Hi. You're welcome. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, Amen. I don't know about you, but the first emotion I associate with Easter is happy. And I think it's good and right to have happiness be a part of Easter. For Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. 
But I don't think it's the only thing. I think sometimes the other emotions are underrepresented. After all, when you get through all of the wonderful Easter flowers and all the family that tries to gather, when you get through every hymn that we sing having an exclamation point at the end, when you get through all that, you come down to the center of a story that isn't full of bubbling happy faces, but it's full of people that are perplexed and people that are terrified and people that find the resurrection story to be an idle tale and people that are amazed. I think this is important. I think this is right for us to remember on Easter Sunday that there are a complexity of emotions and a mixture of experiences when it comes to the resurrection. Because I don't know about you, but when I see resurrection in my life, when I see resurrection in the world, I might learn happiness over time, but I'm first usually scared. Imagine what the women that were at the tomb, imagine what they must have thought when they saw the stone rolled away. They don't have our centuries and years of them preaching to us what has happened. They're the first ones. And without that in mind, you come to a grave and you see it messed with. And I don't know if they had thought that the grave had been desecrated. I don't know if they thought the grave had simply been robbed. I don't know what they thought about this grave, but it wasn't, oh look, this is a good thing. You see, something was, was not how it should be. Not how it usually is. It was messed up. When they saw two men in dazzling white, they thought, I am terrified. And they fell on the ground. They didn't think good news of great joy. They didn't think hallelujah chorus. They didn't think Easter Sunday. They thought terrified. And even after the men spoke, or the angels spoke, or whoever we interpret these people to be spoke, they go back, and they're not met, having heard this Easter story with people equally happy, equally impressed, equally amazed. They're met with people who think, You've got to be kidding. You don't have this right at all. This is an idle tale. Imagine being the first to know that Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. And to have it thought an idle tale by the followers of Jesus themselves. Hmm. And when one of the disciples decides to go, we don't really understand why he's running. Now, I don't know how many of you run out of pure joy, but I don't. <laughs> I run out of necessity and of fear. Those are my two running options. But Peter goes running, and he's amazed at the things that get put together. And he goes home. We're still not quite at joy yet. I think the joy of Easter is learned over the course of coming from life into death into life. I think the joy of Easter is learned over millennia of people telling us that this 
this thing we call resurrection is good. I think the joy of Easter is learned over habit and practice, but I do not think that is automatic. And the reason I bring this up on Easter of all days is not to put a dampener on your celebrations. If you find yourself joyous today, if you find every hymn you sing ending with an exclamation point, and if you find the flowers just wonderful, thanks be to God. But if you are in resurrection, if you are in transition, if you find yourself in a place where God is bringing life and you find it terrifying. If you find yourself in a place where God sees the death around you and the newness that God brings is unnerving. If you find yourself in a place where the transitional part of this gospel leaves you terrified, I want you to know that that is Easter too. No. I want you to know that that is Easter first. That is Easter as we originally felt it. That is Easter in the fullness of emotion. Going from death to life. Moving as God moves so powerfully and so terribly and wonderfully is scary from time to time. This Easter, I want you to know, just like in the children's sermon, that when you're scared in these moments, God is close. And that when you're terrified in these moments, God is close. And that when you hurt in these moments, and we will hurt, that God is close and God is near, and God is trying to bring life in this thing. This week, this year, this lifetime, whenever you find yourself in death, know that Christ brings life, and it's okay to experience every emotion that you do along the way. The women did. The disciples did. We will too. God be with you in joy. God be with you in fear. And God be with you in life everlasting. Amen.